0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, December 31st, 2023. Red Carpet Christmas, the after party, given by disciple member Stephanie Griffin. Happy New Year! (laughs) Is everybody all packed up from Christmas? Many of us are still enjoying the lights, the festivities, the family gatherings. Our church is still decorated too. And there's more to share, the final message in our series, Red Carpet Christmas. This morning, the after party. I'm just as surprised to be here as you are to see me. (laughs) But it is my privilege and honor to bring our message today a combined message from Pastors Alan and Carrie and myself to you this New Year's Eve. I'm Stephanie Griffin. I've been at Connection Community Church with my husband Gary since 2008. I started out one way, and now I'm completely different. And the thing that happened in between was Jesus. Will you pray with me? Oh, God, we, we adore you. We love being in your house. We love being with your people. Draw our hearts in. Holy Spirit, we say, come. Fill us to overflowing. And give us the pointed word that each person needs to hear. It might even be something different for each one of us, but Lord, you do that work the way you know how to do it. We'll trust you for that. In the name of Jesus, amen. The after party. Webster's Dictionary tells us that an after party is a party for invited guests that follows a main party or event. Webster also tells us that the first known use of after-party was in 1961. In our current culture, we may have heard of after-parties associated with cast parties or after-proms. And keeping with the red carpet, we might have heard of programs such as the Oscars or the Grammys, they had after-parties. Even though the after party idea is just over 60 years old, there was certainly an after party following the birth of Jesus. The party began when Mary and Joseph brought Jesus as a baby to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, which was according to the Old Testament law. A righteous and devout man named Simeon was there, and also the prophetess Anna. They were worshiping God in the temple and they were eagerly awaiting the coming Messiah promised of old. The Holy Spirit had revealed to Simeon that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. When Mary and Joseph brought baby Jesus to the temple, Simeon took him up in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace. As you have promised, I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Of course, A well-known part of the after-party was the arrival of the wise men. And I don't mean Barry Wiseman, (laughs) or my family, the Wisemans, (laughs) but the wise men that came from the East. Many traditions have been built up concerning the wise men, not necessarily based on Scripture. The Bible doesn't give us this information in particular, so we can't be sure of the details of their origin or their names or even how many there were. Perhaps since there was three gifts mentioned, it was assumed that there were three givers. What we do know is that their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh were gifts usually associated with royalty, gifts fit for a king. These wise men were magi, star watchers or astrologers. We read in Matthew 2, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When the magi came to town searching for the king of the Jews, King Herod, who was king of Judah, also known as king of the Jews, was greatly disturbed. So were many others. Herod was jealous and feeling threatened by this baby. He called together the chief priests and teachers of the law and asked where the Messiah was to be born. They replied, Bethlehem, as written by the prophet Micah. Herod called in the Magi. And sending them to Bethlehem, he told them to search carefully for the child and report back to him so that he too could worship the child. Hmm, right. The Magi went on their way, guided by the star overhead, and when they found the one they were looking for in Bethlehem, they were overjoyed. And he gave orders to kill all boys in Bethlehem and vicinity, two years old and under. This came to be known as the Massacre of the Innocents. And it echoes a similar event in the Old Testament when Pharaoh in Egypt ordered all newborn Hebrew baby boys to be cast into the Nile to their death. God protected Israel's deliverer. Moses back then, and he would protect this tiny baby, born to deliver all humankind once and for all. After the Magi left Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, Joseph had a dream, telling him to take his family to Egypt and to stay there until further notice. For Herod was going to search for the child and kill the child. Joseph was obedient, and Jesus avoided the massacre. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in Egypt again in a dream, telling him to take his wife and child and return to the land of Israel because it was safe to return. He was eventually given more specific direction by God to settle in a town called Nazareth, fulfilling what was said by the prophets that he would be called a Nazarene. So Jesus grew up, and the after-party continued, not just one night or a short period of time, but throughout his entire life. He seemed to draw people in, and they gathered around him. For instance, Jesus, at 12 years old, was found by his parents in the temple, surrounded by teachers, and all were amazed with Jesus' understanding and his questions. And when he was 30 years old, Jesus left his home in Nazareth of Galilee to go on the road announcing, as he does in Mark 1.15, the time has come. The kingdom of God is near. Turn from your sins and believe the good news God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power, and he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. There was often a huge gathering wherever Jesus went. The after-party that Jesus was the center of involved freedom and joy. It was one of grace, mercy, repentance, and forgiveness, healing, and deliverance, and most of all, love. People continue to come to Jesus down through history for the wholeness and peace and joy he brings, and that after party continues right on through today. Jesus desires each one of us to know him, to love him, to listen to him, and to follow him wholeheartedly. When we do, he begins his transformative work in our hearts and in our lives. God has set his affection on us. What we celebrate at Christmas, the birth of Christ... It's all a part of God's eternal plan to reclaim his people, to get his creation back. This ancient and profound book, God's Holy Word, the Bible, explains how the Father set a plan in motion to redeem us back after the fall, to get back what was lost in the Garden of Eden. He always wanted a relationship with his people. He chose the Jewish people to be an example of this to all the nations. The Apostle John writes of Jesus, He came to his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who receive him, he gives the right to become the children of, of God, even to those who believe in his name, John 1, 11 through 12. That's those who will believe that Jesus is who he says he is. And John writes a little further in 629 that God's work is to believe in the one whom he has sent. There was a reason why Jesus came. There was a reason why Jesus left heaven to be born here on earth. There was a reason he had to live a perfect life and give himself up as a sacrifice for all humankind. There was a reason. We often say Jesus is the reason for the season. But you and me, we are the reason. Why Jesus came in the first place. I love the message that our pastors brought on Christmas Eve, if you were here. You and me, we are the VIPs, the very important people that the Father has set His heart on. We just sang on Christmas Eve, O oh holy night. In that song there are these lyrics. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. You know, I always thought that lyric meant one thing, and two Christmases ago, I perceived something different. I used to think it meant he appeared and the soul felt his worth. He appeared and we understood he was worthy and we should be worshiping him but that's not what that lyric says. He appeared, and the soul felt its worth. It was his appearance, a baby in Bethlehem, God's giving of Jesus to us, for us, to cover our sin, our brokenness. His appearance caused our souls to understand how he values us, to understand our worth, till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. The sending of Jesus smacks the love of of God. In fact, it is the loudest billboard declaration of his love. Jesus coming as a baby is this huge billboard sign. And it says, I love you. It's as if he wrote that in such big letters for us to see. First, the baby that comes in the manger. And it didn't stop there. Then God allowed his son to go to the cross. And he watched his son die for all humanity. Why? Because he was going to underscore that billboard. He was going to take a red marker out And he was going to underline it for all to see. I love you. Don't you see that? We were worth the blood of Jesus. And God is going to finish what he started. Someone needs to hear that today. God is going to finish what he has started. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Because this story doesn't end with a baby in a manger. This story doesn't end with a Savior on the cross. This story doesn't even end with the resurrection or the ascension or Jesus being at the right hand of the Father God Almighty. It doesn't end there. God is gonna still bring it all around. This Bible says that he will come again in glory. Hallelujah. And he's going to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. Folks, he ain't done yet. Hallelujah. The promise of his return, The return of Christ is like God taking out that marker again and putting up on that billboard three final exclamation points. I love you. Hallelujah. He is not done yet. He is going to finish what he started. And at that time, everything's going to be made right. Hallelujah. He's going to finish it. After Christ's return and final judgment, in which we find our blessed salvation in Christ alone, we read in Revelation, the last book of the Bible, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea, And there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. We're talking about the after party to end all other after parties. I don't know about you, but I don't want to miss it. My prayer is that you don't want to miss it either. So back to the red carpet. You know one thing about after parties? They often include lots of talk about the event that just occurred. If it was the Oscars or the Grammys, people at the after party would talk about, celebrate, maybe even disagree or argue about the final outcome. Each one of us here And online, within the sound of my voice, has the opportunity to consider what we think about these events, about this Jesus, about this baby in a manger, about this cross, about his kingdom, about his promises, about this billboard (laughs) offering this great salvation. In Acts chapter 3, the Apostle Peter, having been filled with the Holy Spirit, addressed the people who had gathered with a similar consideration of what to think of this Jesus. He said to them, Friends, I realize that what you and your leaders did to Jesus was done in ignorance but god was fulfilling what all the prophets had foretold about the messiah that he must suffer these things now repent of your sins and turn to god so that your sins may be wiped away then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the lord and he will again send you Jesus, your appointed Messiah, for he must remain in heaven until the time for the final restoration of all things, as God promised long ago through his holy prophets. Moses said, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. Listen carefully to everything he tells you. Then Moses said, anyone who will not listen to that prophet will be completely cut off from God's people. So here we have Moses speaking to us down through the centuries of old, and Peter explains that Moses is prophetically speaking of Jesus saying that when he comes listen carefully to everything he tells you church we must listen carefully to everything he is telling us he has given us everything we need we must not change this truth in attempt to be popular or relevant no we order our lives around its ancient truths and we yield our hearts to be transformed by his God is the same yesterday today and forever we can read his word we can invite his presence and his Holy Spirit to speak to us, and then we listen and we can talk to him, that's what we call prayer. Talking to God, listening to God. Listening twice as much as we talk. I'm excited that in 2024, At Connection Community Church, it begins a year-long prayer focus. Adore in 24. The pastors will be telling us a little more about this in the days and weeks to come. But start the new year off by making prayer a priority. Pray for your families and neighbors. You can set your alarm to pray the Lord's Prayer together at noon. And begin to pray for those whom God has placed in your life. Listen carefully to what he says. Through the Bible, that would mean we have to pick it up and read it. Through prayer, and even through others. God speaks to us through one another. Hey, in 2024, if you're not already in a small group, Get in a small group. It's a great idea on how you can hear more of the Lord. There are a lot of ways at Connection Community Church to get connected to Jesus and the new life that he offers. And so the after party continues. What should we make of this Jesus? Jesus. Is he your savior? Is he your lord? What about your family and friends? The good news of the kingdom is that everyone is invited. Unlike the elite parties of Hollywood's red carpet, where only the really important people get invited, No, God made sure no one was left off the invite list. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Whoever, it's open to everyone. Everyone. The question is, are you going to accept his invitation? To respond, to invite him as Savior and Lord, and to follow him wholeheartedly. We're going to have one more song of worship. It'll be a time for you to reflect have you accepted his invitation? Maybe you've accepted his invitation as Savior. And you want to go to that party. Have you accepted his invitation as Lord? Are you ready to lay down your way of doing things, realizing that his way is better? Are you ready to follow Jesus? It's a new year. We're going to close with this worship song as the praise team is coming out. We're going to have a time of reflection. The steps will be open for prayer. You're welcome to come. Start the new year on your knees in prayer before the Lord. We're going to sing a song, Great Are You, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for the invitation. I thank you for the love that was spoken so clearly through the baby in the manger, through the cross, through your resurrection, your ascension, and through the promise of your return the love that speaks like a big, loud billboard to us of how much you love us. Lord, we know it cost Jesus something. We don't take that lightly. We know he did not die in vain. There was a reason. There was a reason. And that reason was you. And it was me. And it was all humankind, that we would have the opportunity to be reconciled back to the Father with fullness of life in Christ, intimacy with him, peace and hope and the joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. Lord, we receive your gift of Jesus. We thank you that in Christ our sins are forgiven. We receive that free gift. And then we ask you for the Holy Spirit. And we thank you for the gift that the Holy Spirit is to empower us to be able to live until you come again lives that are worthy of the calling of the gospel of the kingdom of the Lord. Hallelujah. We pray in Jesus' name as we continue to worship and think upon you and adore you. Please rise. If anyone wants prayer at the end of the service, if you want to let us know that you prayed that prayer to receive Christ, or that you prayed the prayer that you want to get serious with him and and you want him to be Lord of your life. Would you let us know that? Let the pastors know. If you'd like prayer, you're welcome to receive prayer up here after the service. Let's worship. Thank you for listening to the message from Connection Community Church. For more information and to find out more about our ministries, you can visit us on our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302 378 7692. Thanks again for listening. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the new life he offers.